Okay, let's begin Parshas Mishpatim, Tavshin Pei Beis. Next week I'll be uh, traveling, I won't be able to give a shir. Um, and also, Hashem, the following week, I'll, I hope to be flying back and landing on Tuesday, so I hope, uh, Hashem, to be able to give it uh, Wednesday. Uh, and also tonight's shir is sponsored, Lila uh, Nishmas, my grandfather, whose yard site is tonight, Harav Michal Shimon ben, ben Yaakov, who is a tremendous uh, influence on many. I never knew him. He was Nifter before my parents were married. Uh, he was the Rav of the Bialystoker on the Lower East Side, uh, and his father before him, and uh, he had a tremendous effect on, on, on so many, and being a Shul Rav and uh, you know, the, a patriarch of our family, um, his influence is still felt um, throughout the generations, and though I never met him, I really uh, try to think of you know, the, uh, the legacy and uh, continue in his, in his path. So tonight's Shia is sponsored, Lili Nishmas, Harav Michal Shimon, Ben Yaakov Iskalski. Okay. Parshas Mishpatim, where do we start? Many, many mitzvos, and it's all connected to Har Sinai, right? Ve'ele ha-mishpatim. So we'll talk about that a little bit at the end of this year. We'll get back to Nasev and Ishma, as we did a little bit last week. Uh, but we have to pick. We have to pick and choose, as we do every, every, uh, every year, which mitzvos to discuss. So we start off with um, a two, two words that are, that are close to my heart, a chazal that I think my father taught me at a very young age, but uh, I did not become a doctor, uh, though there are many. I'm surrounded by doctors. I married a doctor. Uh, but the Pasuk tells us uh, towards the end of Rishon, uh, discussing the, the halacha of Chovel, im yakum isai b'chutz al mishantobi n'yakam akeh rak shifto yitain v'rapo yirape. Rapo yirape, uh, which we know is one of the five payments of chavala, of wounding, Nezek Tsar, Ripui, Sheves, and Boshes. But based on the double Lashon of Rapo Yirape, the Gemara tells us in Meseches Brachis and Meseches Babakama, Mikan Shenitan Rishus Lerofi Lerapos. Right? Rapo Yirape, the doctor has Rishus to heal. Right? Rapo Yirape. So yes, here you have it here in the Sefer Lizanik Besa Anukim. Lachor Maduan Yomar Nitan Rishus. Velo Nomar Mutter Lerapos. What's the emphasis of Permission is given. It doesn't just say you're allowed. It's, there's an emphasis here. Nitan rishus lerofe. So he explains. We're surrounded by natural law. Hashem created a world with rules of biology and physics and chemistry. We see how trees grow. They blossom and then they wilt. The sun shines, the wind blows. Right, everything about, about nature. If we would say the halalukas slowly and carefully, we would have even a deeper appreciation of the world around us. So if we look around and we think everything is a system and everything... So to speak, obviously we believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but maybe we believe that Hashem just turned on the world and now it kind of runs and there are um, the rules and cause and effect. So getting sick is also part of nature. Part of nature. It's, it's <coughs> somewhat haphazard. It's cause and effect. I, I catch an illness. I get an infection. And up and down, I sick, healthy. Especially today, where we could go to the to the depths and find the real root of the of the illnesses, not just the symptoms, but we get to the disease and we understand it and where it came from, and we get to the cells and the DNA, and we could go deep and deep and deep and understand where it all comes from and explain it. We can explain it. That might lead us to forget, though, if everything is just part of nature. So then we might forget that there's there's a machadish b'chol yom tamid. There's a manhig that does send us messages that when things happen to us, not just a tree falling down in the forest, but when something happens to us, it's for a reason. The Torah gives rishus l'rofe l'rapos. What does that mean? The whole issue of health of an individual, that's not just, that's not, that's not natural causes. Baruch who's involved in the health of a person. 
We don't daven every day. Hashem, please make gravity work today. That, that we don't have to, we don't have to mention. But we ask for health. Because we recognize that that's something that is, that is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The, the doctor and the medicines. Right, the doctor and the medicines, they're all invited into God's realm. And Hashem's in charge of Rufua, Ubrius, Umachlos. And therefore, He says, but you're allowed to, you're allowed to, uh, join me in this Tchum. But ultimately, we're not in charge. And that is why the Gemara says, and the Shokhar quotes it, and the post can say, a not so famous halacha, but it's something that could make, make taking medicine much more meaningful and even a spiritual experience. The Yiratzon. There's a Yiratzon that it says in the Gemara to say when, when one is make his dam, bloodlets, but the, uh, post can say, call me the Rafua. I say that year out, so before I, uh, I take some Advil or, or any type of medicine. So I recognize that this is just a, this is just a, a shliach. Says the Sefer list, and that's the emphasis of Rapo Yerapi, Mikan Chenita Rushusla Rofila Rapos. Because really this is Hashem's realm. But Hashem says, but you can be involved in this realm. The Adayan Yeshlisho. But then says the Sefer Lasanik, but one second, what's the context of, of Mishpatim here? Are we talking about a sickness from Hashem, Rahman al we're talking about somebody punched me in the face. We're talking about a humanly inflicted wounds. That's what we're talking about. Chavala. Hashalokan beparsha So, so this doesn't have to do with with that. This is this isn't this just the natural realm? Somebody punches me in the face, I get hurt. Nothing to do with God. Says the Chafetz Chaim. And we spoke about this many times from the Sefer HaChinuch Adaraba. Kan anu lomdim chiddush nosaf. No, we have another chiddush. Kal anu laham in shemach li'ikzerim in ha-shamayim. Gam madarafui in ha-mesuga la-hasbir al-achila katan mikola ta'alichim akshurim l'machla. Right? It's easier for us to to believe that illnesses that Rahman al-Itzlan come out of the blue are from God. But when somebody hurts me, is that also from Hashem? No, that's from Him. That's from Him. So we've mentioned often. He's a subject and He's going to get it what is, what he's, what's in for Him. Kodesh is going to take care of Him. But me as an object, it was meant to happen. Me as an object. I went, I went to fight with a guy. For whatever reason. <laughs> and therefore, that's why Dafka, in this context, we have the Nitam Rishus Larofe in the realm of Rafua, which is Akarish Baruch's realm, but he allows us. He allows us. But the doctor and the patient both, both have to make sure they have this attitude. Sometimes it's easier for the patient to have the attitude and not the doctor. And that's what the Mishnah says at the end of Kedushin Tov Shabarofim Legehenim and many different pshatim of what that is. But many of them have the common denominator of if the doctor thinks that he's the doctor with a capital D. Right? So then that's, he's stepping in God's bounds. He can't, he's not partnering, he's substituting and that's, and that's the problem. But we recognize that everything is from, everything that has to do with us is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We daven Rafa'enu, we daven Barachalinu for Panasa. Anything that has to do with us is from HaKadosh Baruch Okay, moving right along. Again, many different details of halachos that we get to talk about. Many mesechtos are based on this week's uh, this week's uh, psukim, babakama, babmetzia. Let's get to a halacha that we haven't really touched on, but we'll see a fascinating remez. Where the psukim talk about shomrim, and the pasuk says in parachaf alaf pasuches. I'll call the bar pesha, I'll shore, I'll chamor, I'll sell salma, I'll call aveda on any item, oxen, donkeys, asher yomar kihuze, that the person says kihuze, what does that mean? Adho Elohim yavodavar shneim, they should bring the case to the judges, asher yashin alihim, yishalim shneim the re'eu, whoever the judges say is chayev, shall pay two, and this is the halacha of kefel. Gineva, somebody who has a thief, has to pay kefel. 
But Chazal also, Rashi quotes it, learn out a halacha from the words ki hu ze. That phrase is the basis for a halacha that it's discussed in Mesech Shvuas and elsewhere, and that is the halacha of Modeb Mixas. Modeb Mixas, one of the three Shvuos Daraisa, one of the three biblical Shvuos. When do I have to swear in Bezdin, a biblical Shvuah, Shvuas Eid Echad? If an aid says that I owe money, I have to swear to counter the aid. Shvuas Hashomer, if I'm a, a guard of a custodian of something and something happened, I have to swear. And number three is Shvuas Modeb Mixas. Somebody says to me, you owe me a hundred, and I say I only owe fifty, I have to pay the fifty. And then the other 50, I swear that I don't own it, uh, that I don't owe it. And that's called modeb emixas, partial admittance. And that's learned out from this pasik, ki huzeh. Here it is, here it is. Question is, wh- where do you see that in these words? Where do you see modeb emixas and ki huzeh? Ki huzeh, this is it. So that sounds like maybe that's a, talking about modeb akol. How do you know that's referring to modeb emixas? Again, Rashi quotes... This at the end of the uh, Rashi, he quotes a number of Shatim. Or the Mosar in O, for whatever reason. Where do you see this in the Pasuk? So here in the Sefer Kol Yechil, he quotes from the Kohelas Yitzchak. The Kohelas Yitzchak, Revisla um, Ben Nisan, but he also quotes this. Um, Rav Meir Misha Nifshak. Morris Edek Vilna. Not sure who that is. Lomasha. See, he quotes the following. Kasha Yitva Achan Mechaber Omana, Valo Yichbalo Zos Nikra Nistar. What I don't admit to is hidden. It's Nistar. Kiha Emes Nistaras Bibezdin. We don't know what's the truth about, about the denial. Shein Yodimim Emes Yematovea Oimanitva. Then 50 is revealed and open, and 50 is hidden. So he writes, The word zeh means clarity, it's here. And I would add to it what we've spoken about in the past. Zeh always means you can point to it. Zeh always means clarity. It always means that here it is. Hachodesh hazelachem. You could point to the moon. Benenu zeh sorer moreh. You could point to the sun. Vizeh ma'aseh ha-menorah. You point to the menorah. Zeh. Right? Rashi, the beginning of Parshish Matos. Other neviim. Ko'amar Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu zeh ha-davar. Because only Moshe Rabbeinu had the aspaklari ha-me'ira, the clarity. So zeh, zos. At the Gemara Masech of Megillah. Ksov zos zikaron ba-sefer. Zos is Torah. Zikaron is neviim. Ba-sefer is ksufim. Zos is like Zeh, because it's Torah. Torah is clarity. Torah is Moshe. So Zeh is what's in front of me. So the word Zeh means you admit it to something, it's here. Vachamishim shekofer nikra hu. Hu is a lushan of something that's not here, it's hidden. He, he is like a third party. Shamile hu mishameshes lenistar. So what does it say in the Pasek? Ki, hu Zeh. Hu Zeh. say, ah, hu Zeh? It must be that you're admitting to part and denying part. We don't know. Just the words. That's what tipped off Chazal. And we find it elsewhere too. When Shmuel Anavi came to find David Amelech, he was in the Belach, he had to anoint him. Ksiv. Do you have any other sons? Yisha, Yisha says, yeah, I have one more. You're probably not interested in him. Yeah, I am. Bring him. There it is again. Same Lashem. What, what is that, what is that Pasuk referring to? Because Chazal says, when he saw David with the red hair, he was nervous. Right? Remember the Gemara the end of Shabbos? What is somebody born under Madim? Maybe he'll be a murderer. Maybe he'll be a doctor. Maybe he'll be a Moel. Maybe he saw red. I don't know, says Shmuel. I know there was an earlier redhead in Tanakh, in the Torah, that didn't work out so well. 
Amar ze shofech damim. Amar la kadosh baruch hu im yefeinayim. Right? Admoni im yefeinayim. Midas an hedrin hu horeg. Arkan, that's chazal. Vahainu she yachen emashara oso admoni. Shmuel, it's not just what you see in front of you. There's a lot behind the scenes that you don't see. You see a little boy with red hair, but you don't see David HaMelech. So there's the who and there's the ze. And Hashem says to Shmuel, Zehu! Right, there's a double here. There's a ze, but there's so much who. Hayabo gambachina nisteres. Shel who? Right, why is who nista? Right, if I say you, me, that's straight. That's, but third person, like third person, like he, that's already not direct. And he also says, we could explain a word by Yishmael. We know by Yishmael, remember the laning of Rosh Hashanah. Hashem saved Yishmael. And the Medrash tells us, came and said, do you know how many Jews are going to be killed by Yishmael's descendants? Ad we're suffering from it. So how could you let him? How could you let him exist? Amru lefanav, ribona olamim, adam shu asil lahamis es banecha batsama. Right, a person whose descendants are going to are going to cause such murder, such terrible situation at the malul be'er. The Gemara tells us, Rashi quotes in the Chayyasari Yishmael de Tshuva, lezos shamalakim el kol anar ba'asher hu. Hashem, Hashem knew what was behind. Right now, I know what he is, but I know it's also behind this child. And the Malachim couldn't even see that. They just saw somebody who he is now and the, and the, and the descendants who are going to Yarsh in those Midos. But Kodesh Baruch Hu is Roa Lelevav. We only see Le'inayim. So we see the word who and Zeh and suggests the, um, these achronim, that maybe it's all hidden in that remis. Who and Zen. Okay. Chafbez, Chafbez. We talk about the Shomrim, and then we talk about other mitzvot of Ben Adam Lachavero. The Torah tells us, Kol almana v'yatom lo sa'anun. Do not oppress, ma'aneh, a widow or an orphan. Do not be ma'aneh. Im oto, if you do, ki im if they cry to me, shamoa eshmatza I will hear their cry. There aren't too many other situations in the Torah where Hashem promises. Hashem promises that if somebody cries, then Hashem will hear their tza'aka. And he will take action. And he will take action. How many people have that guarantee by HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Divine guarantee. And it's in the negative. If we oppress a yasom, an almana, someone who was less fortunate, says Rav Salvechik, what does oppress mean? What does oppress mean? Like Take advantage of, insult them. What does oppress mean? What type of oppression does the Bible prohibit? Murder, mutilation, pain, destruction? Says Rav Salvechik, much, much, much less. Whatever affects the peace of mind of the widow or the orphan is considered oppression. A word, a gesture, a facial expression by which the widow or the orphan feels hurt. In short, whatever causes an accelerated heartbeat that comes under oppression. Just parenthetically, we're talking about the Yasuba Almana, but this could apply to anyone. Right? The Ahatlarecha Kamocha. Any type of oppression, right, which violates Avas Yisrael, which violates, you know, which violates Lifne Iver, many different, many different actions. But then he quotes a Medrash in Meseches Smachos, when Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Shmuel appeared before the Romans and were condemned to death, right, two of the Asara Haruge Malchus. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was crying and Rabbi Shmuel said, Sir, you are but two steps from righteousness and yet you weep. He answered, I weep. Because look how we're being killed as if we were high of Misa. To which Rabbi Ishmael answered, perhaps you were at the table or asleep. And a woman came to inquire about her ritual purity and the attendant told her he is asleep. For the Torah said, if you torment them, then I shall kill you. What was wrong with Rabbi Shimon's conduct? 
He had come home, and now this is classic Rav Salvechik, adding in such imagery to the stories that Chazal tell us. Let's add imagery and details. He had come home exhausted after a full day's work and lay down for a short rest. It had been a busy day. The entire load of communal responsibilities pressed heavily on his frail soldiers. Right? He was from David HaMelech, he was the Nasi. Cruel Rome continued its ruthless policy of religious persecution and economic ruin of the people. Rabbi Shiv and had to perform an almost impossible task to negotiate with as well as defy the conquerors, to communicate with his Jewish brethren, telling them not to despair, and at the same time ready them for rebellion and the supreme sacrifice. While he was dozing for a few moments, a woman entered with an inquiry. Taras HaMishpacha. Is she ritually pure or impure? The attendant, knowing how fatigued Rabbi Shimon was, advised her, just wait a few moments until he awoke. He did not wish to disturb Rabbi Shimon. How then did Rabbi Shimon afflict the woman? What did he do? He didn't even know about it. The woman was a poor widow and extremely sensitive. While waiting for Rabbi Shimon, the thought went through her head, had my rich neighbor come with a similar question, the attendant would have acted differently. He would have aroused Rabbi Shimon. He would have had instructions to arouse Rabbi Shimon. Because of my poverty and loneliness, she thought, he didn't mind making me wait. She sighed and brushed away a tear. So that's affliction also. His tear was responsible for so much tragedy. Again, on their levels, we can't fathom it. But the sensitivity that we have to have for especially those who are in a difficult situation, especially those who have less friends in the community, especially those who are, you know, we might say, a little off, right? Those who get less invitations. A great oppression and a small oppression are all the same. The degree of hurt is irrelevant, causing transient humiliation, severe pain, are both subsumed under affliction. And we have to recognize this in terms of being sensitive to all of those, to our, to our family members. Right? The Gemara talks about Onoa by a spouse. That's the, the, the highest, most extreme, intense Onoa, Onoa's Dvarim. But we have to be so careful <laughs> in how we act. Remember Rabbi Lau, I mentioned this in the past, Rabbi Lau is Medayik. I heard this at the, uh, if you remember that, uh, the tragedy a number of years ago, where was it in Bam? Bombay, whatever the place is called these days, and uh, and the Rachman uh, al the, the orphan that was brought back to Kfar Chabad. So in Kfar Chabad, Rabbi Lau Sr. spoke at the Levaya. Remember, I was there. So he was medayik in the in the Halalukas, in the first Halaluka, right? We say Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, does so much, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu does so much. He is Ose Mishpa Laashukim, No Sin Lechem Laravim. Matir asurim, pokeh achivrim, zokiv kafufim, oif sadikim, shomer eskerim, yasom va'amana yodet. All of a sudden, it switches to singular. They're all plural. Zokiv kafufim, matir asurim. It should be ma'odedam, right? Yasom yutomim va'amanot yodedam. Right? All the others are, are plural. Why is it yatom va'amana yodet? Because the Kadosh Baruch Hu takes every yasom and every almana personally and takes care of them personally. It's not just a, 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 a tzibur. And that's exactly the message here. And again, it applies to those who are less fortunate. In any less fortunate, if there are, if there are um, single parents in the community, if there are singles that are going through a difficult time, if there are a couple who's, who's ha- having difficulty with a child or having a child, there is so much that goes on and we have to be so careful in how we talk, and sometimes even without even realizing it, without even without even recognizing, we have to think so much before we say anything. Chavos Chaim talks about in Parshas Brachos that Hashem makes it so easy for us to talk. Right before we walk, we have to you know think about where we're going to go. Before we talk, there are so many things we have. Uh, uh, we don't have to think about how our teeth aren't going to bite our tongue and how to pronounce all the syllables and how the saliva is not going to shoot out and all these things. It's so hard to imagine, but it all happens by itself. It all happens. It's so easy, but we have to recognize and think before before anything else. Related to that is the next thought. 
in how it should, how we should behave and maybe the natural state of a Jew. Perachav Gimel Pasakei. The next mitzvah to discuss. Again, every Pasuk here is another world. Ki sireh, right before Hamishi. Ki sireh, chamar sona'acha, rovets tachas masao. Right, if somebody sees, this is, according to the Sefer HaChinuch, we've mentioned this in the past, Mishpatim is split up into two parshios. The Sefer HaChinuch has parshas Mishpatim and parshas in Kesef Talve. Separate parshas, he must have not had another one. I'm not sure which one he didn't have, because there are mitzvahs in the other parshios. Uh, but... Uh, here in the second half of the parsha, if I see my enemy's donkey, kitira chamar sonaacha rovets tachas maso, suffering under his load, v'chadalta me'azovlo, v'chadalta me'azovlo, right? How how do we translate that? And you shall go away from helping him. Azov tazovimo, help him, help him. Azov tazovlo, one of those words in the Torah that can mean it and the opposite. Right, azov l'sakel is to remove rocks and to stone. Right, and azov tazov is to leave l'azov and also to to help. So Rashi quotes here azov tazovimo azivahu lashon ezra, but v'yachadalta me'azovlo. Rashi quotes one word, bitmia. It's rhetorical. The pasuk reads, if you see your friend's donkey suffering under his load. You can ignore that? Help him. How many rhetorical statements are there in the Torah? How many times does the Torah talk like this? Not too often. Not too often. Are you, it's like the Torah is saying, are you serious? Are you seriously going to walk away from this situation? You have to be kidding. So here in the Sefer, L'Sitcha Elyon, he quotes from Rav Yechiel Michal Feinstein. Zu apama yechida shematzinu b'mikroi kodesh sh'atorah poneh la'adam b'lashen t'miyah. It's the only time. The only rhetorical sentence in the whole Torah. Where the Torah is talking to us. Now I, I think he remembers in Parshas Vayishlach where the brothers say to their father, which is also rhetorical, but that's in conversation, one to the other. That's not talking to us. But, and it's not really rhetorical. But anyway, it's the only one. So what's the message? The Torah is in wonder. Is it possible is it fathomable and possible that a Jew would see a fellow Jew's animal suffering and you wouldn't help him, even if you don't like the guy? That's, that can't be. That can't be. Are you seriously going to walk away? The Torah can't fathom that. What does the Sona here mean? Somebody who's not Shomer Torah Mitzvos. It's impossible that you wouldn't act to remove the pain of another. Right? And, and whether it's him or his animal. Either way. Right? This is one of the sources of the Gemara never gives a source for it. Many sources suggested by the Mepharshim. But this is Yechiel Michal Feinstein points out this one word in Rashi, which we probably have done many, many times and we don't catch it. Bitzmiyah. Bitzmiyah. That's the ready, the message. It can't be. It can't be that we're going to walk away. We see somebody, we see somebody who needs help. We're, gonna just, we're just going to walk? We don't. We don't. That's what a Jew does. And Bar Hashem. Right? That's what, that's what we're good at. Remember the Mepharshim point out, we say Mogen Avraham at the end of uh, the first bracha of Shmon Esrei. Why? Because the Mepharshim explain. Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Right? They each have one of the Midos. So Yaakov is Torah. Are we perfect in Torah? Are we doing exactly everything we can? Probably, probably not. Hopefully as much as we can. Yitzchak, Gvura. Yes, that's, that's even tremendous Midah. Very difficult. Avraham, Chesed. Mogen Avraham. I'm used to all throughout the ages. 
We've been known for our chesed. And that's, that's part of who we are. Part of who we are. And right, that's the Gemara Nivamis. He doesn't quote it. And the Gemara Nivamis that Shlosha Simonim Yishba Umazu. There are three Simonim that, that we have. Rachmanim, Baishanim, Begom Lechasadim. That, that's our DNA. That's, that's who we are. Right, and that's how it is that there's a Jew that's suffering on one side of the world and all of a sudden they're saying all of Sefer Tehillim on the other side of the world. No nation is like that. Somebody's in need, there's a tragedy in one place, and a Jew on the other side of the world says, I want to write a Sefer Torah in the memory of that other person. Strangers. But this is who we are. This is our Am. This is our Am, the sensitivity Again, a lot of the sensitivity aspects that we're talking about. And here we have this message uh, as well. He quotes another story, which we're not going to read, but he talks about a Rav who was a pharmacist who stopped being a pharmacist because he thought he started thinking that you know, maybe I'm going to like, it's good that people need medicine because that gives me business. So that was his sensitivity, but it's fine to have Show me Torah mitzvahs that are pharmacists, as long as we have the Shem Shemayim. My father um, always used to say that, um, you know, I hope, let's end off his lectures, that, you know, I hope one day I dive into the day that I'll be put out of business and we don't need doctors anymore. So we can still be doctors and dentists and pharmacists and, uh, and still dive in for that as well. Okay. Another Rashi that I think is unnoticed, underappreciated in the halachic realm, but here it is. Rashi here in the continuation. Pasuk Yud Gimel. Chav Gimel Yud Gimel. Chav Gimel Yud Gimel says the Pasuk. Uvechol Asher Amarti Alechem Tishameru. In all that I told you, guard. Tishameru. Don't mention So soon, Bezashem will get to in the next thought the connection between these psukim, uh, the parts of the pasuk. But first, let's talk about the first phrase. Everything that I've said to you, Tisha Meru guard. What is that telling me? Rashi. To give every mitzvah say and ashara. What's an ashara? Alos say. Tisha Meru shamor. Right. He shamor pen alo. Hishamer, Shishamer is a lashon of a lo Rashi says this pasuk puts a lo with every asay. Shekol shmira shabatora ashara hibamakam lav. What did Rashi just do? Every asay also is a lo What does that mean? Right, we know there are Ramachi varam and shasagidim connected to the two forty-eight mitzvahs asay, three sixty-five mitzvahs lo sasay. So did Rashi just blur the lines? says the Ramban. What is Rashi talking about? The Ramban quotes Rashi. Ulafid Varav in source number six. Ulafid Varav Yitzarecharav Lomar Shialav Shebeklalos. So, so why don't you get Malchus for every mitzvah Sasei? Asked the Ramban. So it must be according to Rashi. Well, theoretically, you should. You should, but because it's a this pasuk is an all-inclusive pasuk, right? What's the source for the Los Sasei? This pasuk and this pasuk includes. 248 Los Hases. So it's a Lav Shebeklolos, which is a general Lav, without getting into the Lundus of that right now, that you don't get Malchus for. So is that really what the, what, what's going on here, says the Ramban? She'em lokin, or you're lokin, I'll call Asei Vasei Shabbat Torah. Because if not, you'll get Malchus for every mitzvah. Avo bazei alav, she'yichlo, dvaram rabim, below yaskir, she'em avir aklal, ha'kol modim, she'em lokin bo. So that's what it sounds like from Rashi. So the Ramban says, lishitaso, according to Rashi, you should get Malchus for every mitzvah that I don't do, because this Rashi says there's a low say connected to every assay, but you don't because technical reasons. Lav Shebeklalos. But the Ramban himself says, I can't believe that that's what the Pasuk's really telling us. Kfar Amru. After all, he shamar dasei assay. If there's a warning about an assay, doesn't just, that just strengthen the assay? It doesn't make it into a losase? And the Ramban says, in any case, the pshat of the pasuk is not that. The first half of the pasuk is connected to the second half of the pasuk. What does the second half of the pasuk tell me? Don't mention other gods. It shouldn't be heard from your mouth. 
Everything I've told you, guard. That's talking about all the Avodah topics that I've mentioned to you. That's what's being referred to here. Yomar mikol ha'asaros harabos, asher amart yalechem me'elohim achirim, all the other mitzvos that are mentioned, tishmir ma'od, shlotov dem velo tishachu lahem, don't serve them, don't bear down to them, v'tachrimu azobech lahem, and get rid of those who serve them. Velo tasu peso v'chot smuna, so it's just an emphasis, this passage is referring to Avodah Zarah on the Pshuto Shal Mikra, says the Ramban. But if you look at other Mepharshim, I saw this first in the Sipsei Chachamim, but then I was very excited to find it in a Rishon, the Chizkuni. The Chizkuni was, you know, early Rishon. The Chizkuni writes in one of the Pshatim, in source number eight, Dover Acher. Azhara, you see in source number eight, Dover Acher where it's underlined. Azhara Lachal Mitzvah Asei Kamoshi Rashi. Mikan Amru, Bechol HaTalmud, Asi Dochalos Asei. Shaharei Bechlal Asei, Yishlosa Asei Imo. V'tishmru Havilosa Asei. There's a major discussion, beginning in Masechus Yavamis, Asei Dochelos Asei. If we have a confluence of a mitzvah Asei and a mitzvah Losa Asei, we have tzitzes and shatnis. We have the mitzvah of Yibum, possibly, the mitzvah of Yibum and the Isra of Eishas Ach. Many examples. Asi dochalos, asi the wins. And all the Mepharshim wonder, wh- why is that? Isn't violating a los asay worse than not doing an asay? So don't do the asay and don't violate the los asay. Why does the asay win? So the Ramban on last week's parsha has a famous formulation where the Ramban says, well, mitzvahs asay flow from Avas Hashem. And Mitzvah's Los Asei flow from Yiras Hashem. And Avas Hashem beats Yiras Hashem. Asei docha Los Asei. That's the Ramban on last week's parasha. But the Chizkuni here says, based on Rashi, you have another pshat. Every Asei also has a Los Asei. So Asei docha Los Asei. Because an Asei and a Los Asei are stronger than just a Los Asei. So based on Rashi, says the Chizkuni... We have an answer. We have another pshat to the principle of asei doche, asei doche los asei. Davar acher again, mikan amru, unbelievable. Asei doche los asei, shere bechlal asei, yish los asei. Taking it very literally. Like the Ramban understood Rashi, but he argued. There could be another understanding though in Rashi. Does it mean literally that there is a full-fledged los asei? The Gurari, the Maharal writes, and I'm expanding on the Maharal, there could be a losase element, but it doesn't mean that it's mamish a losase, a lav which we require malchus. We find sometimes that there are mitzvos. There's a Ramban, there's a Ramban in Meseches Kedushim which discusses sometimes you have a, a mitzvah and a, and a, and a say and a losase, and one is there to be mechazik, the other one. The Torah tells us, Hashavas Aveda. Return the lost item and don't turn away. The Icarus to return the lost item. The Torah is mechazik. It was don't turn away. So the lost that Rashi might be referring to is just to be mechazik. Right? It's showing that it's strong. Don't think just the bitel say is nothing. It's also a violation. And therefore we have to take it very seriously. And the Ramban and the, the Rabbi, Hart, Rabbi Hartman quotes uh, from the Maharal and the Nativa Tshuva relating to this as well. But again, this is Rashi, a los asay behind the asay, the Ramban's argument, the Chizkuni taking it literally to explain asay docha los asay, and the Gur Aryeh tempering a little bit and giving us another understanding. Okay, there's a lot to say about asay docha los asay, but we're not having a share about that right now. And we will continue, though, with the same Pasuk. Let's get back to the Pasuk. So if you look at the context of the Pasuk, it's, it's a little bit... Unusual, because what do we have before the Pasuk? Before this Pasuk of Chav Gimel, Tes uh, Yud Gimel, we discuss Shabbos and Shemitah. Shabbos and Shemitah. Shei Shanim Tezras Hadecha Vasatas Tfuasava. Shviyas Tishbetenu Natashta. Shviyas Shemitah, which we find ourselves in the unusual year of Shemitah Shanim Uberes, that we find ourselves in, getting close to Adar Rishon. And the Torah tells us, Shei Shanim Tazah. We have Shemitah, we have Shabbos, and then we have this Pasuk stuck in there. Guard everything. Don't mention other gods. 
And then we have Yontif. Shalosh regalim tachogli bashana. Chagamatzos, Tishmar, Shivas Yom Dachamatzos, Vechaka Katsir, Bikurei Masacha, Shvuis, Vechaka Asif, Bitseis Shashana, Shalosh Pamim Bashana, Yerokal Zachorcha, the Mitzvah of Aliyah, Luregel. So we have Shabbos, and then this Pasik in the middle, and then Yantif. So the question, if we look at it with a bird's eye view, the question is obvious. What, what is this Pasik doing stuck in the middle? Shabbos and Yantif usually go together. Parshas Pinchas, the Karbanos of Shabbos flow right into the Karbanos of Yantif. Parshas Emor, right, the Parsha of the Moadim. You have Shabbos, and then you have the Moadim. So why here do you have this Pasuk in the middle? So if you look in the Chayi Moshe, which we quoted once a couple of months ago, Rav Bik, in his uh, <coughs> Sefer on Chumash, he writes, It's a hefsik between Shabbos and Shalosh Regalim. It's a hefsik between Shabbos and Shalosh Regalim. Right, right, there doesn't belong here. Exactly. What's the hemshach of the pasuk? Also, guard what I tell you. Don't mention other gods. I don't want to hear it on your mouth. What's the message of the pasuk, and what's it doing here? The nira lafari says Rebik here in the Chayim Moshe. When it comes to mitzvahs that do not have a financial burden, ain't adam zakar lazirus. I don't need so much encouragement. And I do it because there's no there's no loss, there's no risk. So if it doesn't cause me a loss, I don't need too much encouragement. And surely if it's a simcha dika mitzvah, Okay, when it comes to Yantif, you don't need too much zeros for Simchas Yantif to have good food. Right? That's, that's easily, easily done. Ulam Bakiyama mitzvahs, she's chashashel, chisarin vehefsid. But mitzvahs where there is a potential loss, or at least a perceived potential loss. O imyesh bo tircha, o chas v'shalom yisurin, <laughs> it's difficult, it's challenging. Then we need more encouragement. Because our Yetzahara, no, our seducers, you know, nah, it's hard. Cost a lot. You're going to lose. So that's obvious point, right? Mitzvahs that are fun and exciting and that don't cost much, that we don't need any too much uh, encouragement. But mitzvahs that are challenging and hard, you know, it's uh, more difficult. What was first in this section? Shemitah and Shabbos. Those are definitely mitzvahs that are perceived loss. Perceived loss. To be mekayim them. And remember, I think, to remember the historical context where Rebik was writing this in the first half of the 20th century in America. Right? You come to a Golis, if I don't work on Shabbos, forget it. Forget it, it's over. Especially, I come into a, I come into a Golis, Lebena Umos, Haolam, America, Umos Haolam, Moshlim Aleina, Bakach Zroam, and we're not in a Jewish country. Sha'az Yeshli Itim Shitzrak Masiris Nefesh, Lakayim Mitzvazelu. You need serious Masiris Nefesh. Vilachain, Laachesh Yeshir Torah, Mitzvah Shemitah, Mitzvah Shemir Shabbos. So that's why Dafka. After Shabbos and Shemitah, and before Yantif, Kodem Shehischel, Baparshas Hamoadim, Sha'adam Sameach Baham, before we get to the easier Mitzvos, Guard these carefully. Right? This Pasuk is an extra zeros to what I just spoke about. Shemitah Shabbos, guard them. Make sure you do them. Shemitah Shabbos, Shemitah Tishmeru, Shetzrichin Zehirus Yaseira, Shetishmeru Ma'od Lakaima, Madobi Machalel. And what about the Hemshech of the Pasuk? The al yomru b'nei Yisrael, and don't say ki atah be'ishagali Yisrael mi'al masam. Look, we're surrounded 
We're surrounded by other nations. Kasha alim od ki mitzvahs elu. Kitzrichin misiras nefesh alzeh. Right? Shem elohim achem lotas kiro. Don't mention other gods. Don't mention other faiths. Don't mention what's going on around you in the Gullahs. This Pasuk is referring to the future. Well, Yishama Picha. It shouldn't be heard. Shouldn't be heard. Right? Even in a time of, <coughs> of exile. A place where it's, it's not a, a place where, where Shabbos and Shemitah are the natural. You gotta be strong. Gotta be strong. And that's throughout history. Any mitzvah that we find challenging, we have to make sure that we do it to the best of our abilities. Okay. I'd like to end with the Beis Halevi that we did, I think, eight or nine years ago. But it's a, a basic Beis Halevi about Talmud Torah. And it's on this week's Parsha. And it's on Nasa Venishma. So it's definitely worth, worth reviewing. The Beis Halevi, we'll start off, I'm going to do it out of order. Oh, a little bit in order. First, he asked, the, what, what's the godless of Nasa Venishma? Right, the language of Chazal, Bishash, Higdimu, Nasa Venishma, Perach, Avdalah, Pasuk, Zion, when B'nai Yisrael were Makdim, Nasa Venishma. What's the emphasis? What's the emphasis of Nasa Venishma, that Hakdam? Question one. So the Beis HaLevi puts together two Gemaras and comes up with a fascinating thought, which again, is an obvious thought, uh, somewhat, Many others say it, but he says it in his own way. The Gemara tells us, again, I'm going in different orders than he writes it. The Gemara tells us in Nidarm Daf Pe'alif that one of the reasons that the Churban took place was Shaloberchu Batoratzchila. They did not say Birchas HaTorah. And the Rishonim were already bothered. Rabbi Yonah quoted in the Ran, why didn't they say Birchas HaTorah? What's so hard about saying Birchas HaTorah? They learned. Sounds like they learned, but they didn't make a bracha before they learned. So, Why not? So, Rabbeinu Yonah says, because Torah wasn't chashiv in their eyes to make a bracha on it. They learned, but it wasn't chashiv. And again, what does that mean? What does that mean? So, that's one Gemara Nadar. But then there's another Gemara in Menachas Daf Membeis, which he quotes on the top left. The Gemara Menachas there is talking about rules of Birchas HaMitzvah. Says the Gemara Menachas, to call mitzvah da asiyasa gemar mitzvasa kagon milam avarchan aleha. You only make a bracha on a mitzvah if it's the end of the process. You don't make a bracha on riding a mezuzah. You don't make a bracha on cutting the shofar off of the ram. You make a bracha on the final stage of a mitzvah. We don't even make a bracha on building a sukkah. Right? Just sitting in the sukkah. Only a mitzvah that's asiyasa gemar mitzvasa where it's the end of the process. But earlier stages of the process, we don't make a bracha on putting tzitzes onto the beged. We say, L'shem mitzvah tzitzes, but there's no bracha there. So put these two gemaras together. The gemara, which lo and the gemara, says the Beis Halevi, Talmud Torah has two aspects. Talmud Torah has two aspects. Now we can get to the right side. Number one, you have to know how to do mitzvos. You want to know how to keep Shabbos? You have to learn. You want to know how to keep kashras? You have to learn about kashras. You want to know how to keep a halachic business? You want to know how to daven? We have to learn. That's, that's one aspect of learning. And, he says, women are equally obligated in this mitzvah as men are. Women have to learn Dalet Chalkei Shulchan Aruch. Plenty. But then there's another element of Talmud Torah. And that is Limit HaTorah Lishma. Limit HaTorah to connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not Dafka to know what to do, but to understand the inner workings of Torah, to understand the Torah which... Chazal Kol is the, this week's parsha. Rashi quotes it. It's the Mashal Kadmoni, which the Chavis Chaim called a, a photograph of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the second element of Talmud Torah. And says the Beis HaLevi, that's the godless of Naseh and Ishma. Because Naseh, we're going to do it. But Naseh means it must be, there must be Limud before that. Because if you don't know what to do, then there's, you're not, you don't learn, you're not going to know what to do. 
So Nasa presupposes that there was limit before it. But then it says Nishma. Which means even after we do, we're going to learn that must be the limit Torah Lishma. The Kabbalah Torah that took place was a Kabbalah of Kabbalah's mitzvos and a Kabbalah of Talmud Torah Lishma. That was the Gabbos of Nasa and Nishma. Right? Ima yo omrim line thirty-seven. Ima yo omrim yisrael nasa nishba v'nasa lo hayu b'mashmos kabbalasan. If we wouldn't have known, rock all mitzvos. Eloshim achrach and loma kodem kodem k'dei sheyedu heichlasos. If we said nishba v'nasa, I would have thought we're going to learn in order to know what to do. By a nishma nimshach umavog l'nasa v'nasa havitachlus by a rock kabbalachas. But when we said nasa v'nishba, that's a double kabbalah. That's a kabbalas mitzvos which requires prior learning, and a Kabbalah's Talmud Torah Lishma. Says the Beis HaLevi, beautiful. What does it mean, Shlobercho Batorah Tchila? What was the problem in the days of the Churban? The only recognized Talmud Torah type 1. Not type 2. Meaning, They didn't recognize the magic and the power of this learning Torah Lishma. And that's why they didn't make a bracha on it. Because they thought this was not the final stage of the mitzvah. They thought learning Torah was like putting tzitzes on a baguette. The mitzvah is the ikr. Because they thought Torah was ein asiyasa gemar mitzvasa. You weren't at the final stage. And that is tragic. When we don't appreciate that Torah isn't only to tell us what to do. But it's, it's a way to connect to Hashem. And again, they could be both. <laughs> we connect to Hashem through the type 1 also. We need both. But that's what, that's the galus of Nasev and Ishma. So as we have Parshish Mishpatim, Nasev and Ishma, we have to remember what we said. We have to remember what we were makabel. We were makabel o mitzvos, which is Nasev, which has before it obvious learning to know what to do, but also Nishma, which is the learning after the fact. The learning separate from the following Nasev, and that's Kabbalah's Liman HaTorah Lishma. And that is what we have to be Makabel as we have the second Parsha of Kabbalah's Atar. Okay, we'll stop here again this year. Uh, we sponsored Lila Nishmas, Harav Michal Shimon Ben Yaakov. His Nishama should have an Aliyah.